100 programs. Priority registration for summer and fall semesters is going on now through March 31st. Register by March 31st and you'll be entered into a drawing for a free iPad. For details, go to pensacolastate.edu forward slash priority registration. That's pensacolastate.edu forward slash priority registration. Go here, get there. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 is accepting applications for employment. Periodically, we have openings in sales, business, news, promotions, engineering, production, and programming. We'll keep your application for consideration when such an opening occurs. We also provide internships for qualified students. Apply online at News Radio 92.3 or at our studios at 7251 Plantation Road between 8.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. ADX Communications is an equal opportunity employer. News Radio 92.3 is Pensacola's radio home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. Listen to local talk in your morning and afternoon drive. Local experts during the day with the Pensacola Expert Panel. And national talk with Brian Kilmeade and Dave Ramsey. Listen to local news and Fox News at the top and bottom of every hour. Along with WEAR News during your afternoon drive and at 10 p.m. We have your traffic on the fives during your commute. And when breaking news hits, we have you covered. News Radio 92.3, now heard on 95.3 and AM 1620. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. When the truth is found to be lies, and all the joy within you dies, don't you? of Oscar trivia. 31 years ago in 1992, Brendan Fraser and Kiwi Kwan were in a movie together. Remember which movie it was? Encino Man. <laughs> Two actors from Encino Man are nominated for Oscars. Impressive. What an incredible night this must be for the two of you, and what a very difficult night for Pauly Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But here's the thing. No matter how good a show is, there are some things movies can do that TV just can't. For example, a TV show can't lose $100 million. <laughs> is the gang from Babylon here? Oh, they know. Oh, 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 oh. Ouch. I was just asking if they were here. I was welcoming them. <laughs> At least Babylon got released in August. You know, Batgirl became the first superhero to be defeated by an accounting department. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I I didn't think much of his monologue when I listened to it the first time, all 15, 18 minutes of it. It was long. Um, but some of the jokes landed pretty good. The sequel to Avatar, it's the most expensive movie ever made. Disney spent $2 billion on this movie. Just to break even, all of Nick Cannon's kids had to see Avatar four times. <laughs> and they did, I guess. And they did, I guess. And they did, I guess. That's a great joke. Oh, my goodness. James Cameron is not here, uh, by the way, tonight. You know, you know a show is too long when even James Cameron can't sit through it. <laughs> Some of the cynics are saying Jim Cameron isn't here because he didn't get a Best Director nomination. And uh, while I find that very hard to believe about a man of such deep humility, <laughs> he does have a point. I mean, how does the Academy not nominate the guy who directed Avatar? What do they think he is, a woman? <laughs> what a... <laughs> See, that's... that's, that's mm. That one made its way around the room. <laughs> yeah, it did. That's one where you stop and wait. 
Understand laugh, my joke. Or should she not? It was some year for diversity and inclusion. We have nominees from every corner of Dublin. <laughs> That's true. Five Irish actors are nominated tonight, which means the odds of another fight on stage just went way up. <laughs> and yes, yes, uh, Jimmy Kimmel did take... What's the right word here? I don't want to say he took a swipe. <laughs> he took a slap. I know. He did mention the Will Smith incident a bit. We know this is a special night for you. We uh, want you to have fun. We want you to feel safe. And most importantly, we want me to feel safe. So <laughs> we have strict policies in place. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor. <laughs> And permitted to give a 19-minute-long speech. You know what's funny? Yeah, I, was, I watched the uh, the Chris Rock special on Netflix, Selective Outrage, which is pretty good. I mean, there are parts of it that, but of course, there's always going to be parts of it that I can't stand. But that's fine. It's funny. He's, he's sharp. He's an important comic. Um, and he's making this joke about how Will Smith is huge, and Will Smith does movies with his shirt off. And you've never seen me in a movie with my shirt off. This is not a fair contest. This is Chris Rock talking. And then I'm watching iRobot yesterday, and I'm like, there's Will Smith with his shirt off. And <laughs> All of his muscular glory. Anyway, back to Jimmy Kimmel last night. No, but seriously, the Academy has a crisis team in place. If anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony, just do what you did last year. Nothing. <laughs> Sit there Ouch. and do absolutely nothing. Maybe even give the assailant a hug. <laughs> and if any of you get mad at a joke and decide you want to come up here and get jiggy with it, it's not going to be easy. There are a few of my friends you're going to have to get through first. Man, what's he talking about? I don't understand. Get jiggy with it. What does that have to do with anything? What's the refrain in the Chris Rock special? I don't need another rapper angry at me. <laughs> it's pretty good. So, Ki Hui Kwan, uh, of course, won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for Everything Everywhere All at Once. You know him from The Goonies and uh, Temple of Doom and, you know, as a child actor who then, you know, became an adult actor later on. And, you know, here's his speech was the one that's making all the news this morning, by the way. I mean, a little bit from Jamie Lee Curtis, a little bit from Michelle uh, Yeoh, but clearly Ki Hui Kwan was the one that got the most attention for obvious reasons you'll hear here in a second. Thank you. Uh My mom is 84 years old, and she's at home watching. Mom, I just want an Oscar. Oh, man, I love that. But that's not the one that got him the attention. I'll play it for you in just a second, because he said some pretty interesting stuff. Uh, before that, we got Candy's out today. We've got Jenna with Traffic on the Fives. Front gate of NES Pensacola is still showing slowdowns right at the hump of the bridge. Also keeping an eye, FHP reported a disabled tractor trailer in Escambia County on I-10 heading eastbound at exit 7, causing some minor, very minor delays. Taking a look at the video, it is still on the right shoulder. So traffic is moving, but pretty slowly at this point. If you have a traffic tip, call 850-2626-111. I'm Jenna Barr for News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jenna. So back to the Oscars last night, uh, Ki Hui Kwan giving his speech, talking about what it meant to him. My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp. And somehow, I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage. They say stories like this only happen in the movies. 
I cannot believe it's happening to me. This, this is the American dream. You will never go wrong in this country. Being an immigrant and telling Americans how great America is. <laughs> I mean, that's just and powerful stuff. Sometimes it, it takes somebody who was not born here to remind us, you know, to remind us of what we have, how great it is. I owe everything to the love of my life. My wife, Echo, who... Who, month after month, year after year for 20 years, told me that one day, one day, my time will come. Dreams are something you have to believe in. I almost gave up on mine. To all of you out there, please keep your dreams alive. Thank you, thank you so much for welcoming me back. I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Uh, great message, of course. Let me let me put the uh, the asterisk on this though, just because you you hear this message all the time from people who win awards or accomplish amazing things. They say, "Follow your dream, believe in your dream, hold on to your dream, never give up, never quit." Right? Uh, you know, okay. But I always think because my brain is a little bit different. You know, I'm a logician, I'm a philosopher. Okay, my brain's wired a little bit different. What I always think is, well, the other nine nominees. <laughs> you know, they had a dream too to win an Oscar and they didn't win. So is it enough just to believe in your dream? And the answer is, it's not. It's not. And this is the part that people too often don't tell you, which is what's great about America is it's the place where dreams can come true and do come true and don't always come true. America is a place where you can win or lose. You can succeed or fail. And Simply having a dream is not a sufficient condition to accomplish that dream. Oh, it's necessary. Okay? It's necessary. Having gas in the car is necessary to run the car. It's not sufficient. You still got to have a functioning motor and a key and all the other. Okay? That's the thing. Having a dream is crucial. But also, I would give you the advice, have a wise dream. Like, have a dream that fits. Have a dream that is right for you. And sometimes... Be willing to change that because you may have an unrealistic dream. And I don't mean unrealistic in the sense that it's a long shot and you got to commit to the long. I mean, you know, it's sort of a, maybe a trite example, but it is the one that I use. Um, you know, let's say that uh, Andrew McKay had a dream of playing in the NBA. <laughs> you know, I can be a setter, okay, in volleyball. And I'm not Muggsy Bogues. I will never, would never, no matter what, I would never be a professional in, in the NBA. You know, um, Shaquille O'Neal. Great basketball player. If his childhood dream was to win the Kentucky Derby as a jockey. <laughs> right? So the dream has to make sense. And you have to work on it. And you have to have some kind of success along the way that indicates, yeah, that really is the right thing for you. Because, listen, here's the truth of it. Okay? And I hate to play the naggy critical parent a little bit, but here goes. There are hundreds, thousands God himself only knows of aspiring actors and actresses working as bartenders and waiters in the Los Angeles and New York area, more LA than New York, who need other dreams. There's a better dream for them out there. There's a more appropriate dream for them out there. 
Or even, you know, and this is maybe more on my mind because we talk about this a lot here in Florida. You know, one of the things that we've always said historically is the way to success is to go to college, get an education, get a good degree, get a good job. For some people, you know, for some people, getting a CDL is a great means to an outstanding life. Learning how to do plumbing and welding is a great mechanism for having an outstanding life. And we sometimes make it seem like everybody ought to have a dream to win an Oscar or something along those lines. It's a perfectly amazing American dream to aspire to own a furniture store, (laughs) right? I mean, think about it. Look, he's an immigrant. What do immigrants teach us? If you practice thrift, diligence, listen to your customers, work, 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 you can open businesses, which is what they do at a much higher rate than, you know, native-born Americans. And that is a dream. And that may not get you acclaim and celebration and little fake gold trophies, uh, but it will get you prosperity, and it will use the freedom America gives. And, you know, so sometimes it's more about finding the right dream, the right goal, and using America's freedom to accomplish it. Anyway, just... Whenever I hear people say, you know, you got to follow your dream, commit to your dream, never give up on your dream. Um, I'm just, my dream was not to be a radio guy, but I love where I am now because eventually I realized, oh man, this is, I'm good at this. This is, I like this. This is fun. But I had to shift dreams a couple of times to get here. That's okay too. In fact, that's actually kind of important to finding the right thing that you're called to. 722 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Hey, if you are working on a project in your house, you're fixing it up, you're doing a repair, you're remodeling, or at the other end of the spectrum, you're a construction professional building things for a living, Pensacola Hardware. Listen, they've got all the stuff. They've got all the stuff you didn't know you needed. I mean, and you do, okay? Everything from just supplies to, um, you know, saws and tools and drills and safety equipment and all of that. And, and, and housewares, an amazing houseware section in the front of the store. Great for buying gifts for people. But they also have the advice. Like, you go there with a problem and they'll help you solve it. Because they have been helping people solve problems just like that since before the Civil War. 1851, they were founded. The institutional knowledge passed down from gener- generation to generation in the folks who work at Pensacola Hardware is unsurpassed. So go there for the products, go there for the advice and the guidance and the information. Right downtown at 20 East Gregory Street. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. God answers our prayers one of three ways. Yes, wait, or no. When God says yes, we rejoice. When God says wait, we learn patience. When God says no, we are reminded that He is God because if God couldn't say no, then He wouldn't be God, we would be. As our loving Father, He says no to His children and we submit to His will. As our King, He says no and we bow our knee. In 1 Corinthians 12, Paul asks God three times to remove a thorn in the flesh and essentially, God says, no. But God told Paul, I will give you grace to handle your trial. Sometimes God says no to our request, but then he says yes to sufficient grace to help in the time of need. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Resetting your password, unsubscribing from emails, printing, anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. 
Ask Rushing Insurance in Pensacola and Daphne if auto owners make sense for you. A better air filter on your air conditioner is nice, but it isn't enough. It takes a lot more than that to clean the air that you breathe. This is Todd with Gulf Coast Air Care. On Wednesday's Pep Talk, we'll talk about how to keep pollen, bacteria, and other pollutants out of your lungs. Remember what I always say, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Let's talk Wednesday morning at 9.30 on Pep Talk. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Tune in to News Radio Pensacola on the FM dial at 92.3 and 95.3. Listen on the AM dial at 1620. In 1930, the Republican controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the. Anyone? Anyone? The Great Depression. Good morning, 725 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Somebody texted in and said, you know, Andrew, the, uh, the ability to fail is exactly what makes the ability to succeed so meaningful. No, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, before we get to Dave in the newsroom with our headlines, let's get uh, Jenna Barron here with Traffic on the Fives. The following Traffic on the Fives is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. I-10 and I-110 are both moving at posted speeds at the moment. Highway 90 and 98 are not reporting any accidents or delays. Front gate of NAS Pensacola is now moving along smoothly as well. Executive landscaping, big enough to get the job done, yet small enough to care. Call 850-250-3756 for your no-hassle estimate. That's 250-3756. Have a traffic tip? Call 850-2626-111. I'm Jenna Barr, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jenna. Now David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. David? There's some chaos in the banking industry right now. It all started Friday with the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, the biggest failure since the 2008 financial crisis. That news followed up Sunday by federal regulators announcing the closure of a New York-based signature bank. Uh, President Biden expected to address the banking issues later on this morning. Today marks three years since Breonna Taylor's death. There were events across Louisville, Kentucky over the weekend in Taylor's honor, including a memorial walk. This comes just about a week after the Department of Justice released a report saying the Louisville Metro Police Department has violated people's civil rights on multiple occasions. And I'm sure we're all feeling it this morning. Daylight savings time is back. Clock sprung How forward dare on you. Sunday. Oh. <laughs> How dare you? It was difficult. We almost this got through the whole show without having to be reminded about that. Uh, with a disruption to the body's internal clock, health experts say that the shift can have negative health impacts. Sleep researchers say between a quarter and a third of the population feels down for weeks after the shift. And apparently emergency rooms see an increase in cardiovascular disease, heart attacks, and strokes. So your Monday morning news is... I know, the sun literally is shining (laughs) on you while you're saying this. It's actually creeping me out. You can't tell people like that, stuff like that on a Monday morning. Research has been done. They say that 8% more are likely to suffer a stroke more car accidents happen in the weeks to follow like the first right. three are adjusting that's right I'm just telling you not lots, that, not that lots we're priming you for failure or nothing not uh, trying to word curse you or so nothing. happy monday <laughs> Go to yeah, happy sleep monday a so bit good morning right. thanks david <laughs> you're the best 727 sorry 728 here on news radio 92.3 yeah this business with um 
the Silicon Valley Bank, which, by the way, 18th largest bank by total capitalization in the United States. And uh, then, you know, they had the Cascade. You had the other bank that failed over the weekend as well. That was the, um, the Signature Bank. That is the second and third largest bank failures in U.S. history happening this weekend. Nothing like this has happened since the uh, financial crisis of 08 and 09. Washington Mutual, which was back then, was $307 billion capitalization. That's the largest ever. SVB is 209 and Signature is 118 just to kind of put this in perspective. The next biggest bank failure in history, uh, although this is 1984, so you have to adjust for inflation, uh, especially more lately, thanks Biden, um, is... <laughs> You had the Continental Illinois National Bank and Trust at $40 billion at the time, 104 inflation adjusted. So big gap, no big failures in the last, which, you know, that's a part of the story we're not telling too much, is uh, 15 years, really, 14 years since you had, you know, significant bank failures. Just, I mean, keep that in perspective, too. And uh, after, at the beginning, sounding like they were not going to backstop the depositors yesterday, uh, Janet Yellen and, the, of course, the federal government announced that they would guarantee all the depositors. And look, uh, I you know, I thought... Um, I might talk about this a little bit later on in the morning, but there was uh, Gary Cohen who was on uh, State of the Union. He's a former top economic advisor to Trump. He's a vice chair of IBM right now. And he basically said, look, it's a bank run. It's a bank run. It's not the same as an unstable market or unstable banks, except if people start to get the idea that the system is unstable, right? Because, you know, banks are predicated. The success of the banking system itself is predicated on all of us believing that our money is safe in the banks, and it is, as long as we all believe the money's safe there, because <laughs> the money's not there, right? Your money, as you know, um, you were explained to in um, you know many Christmas movies, <laughs> your money is not there. Your money is loaned out to this guy's house and that guy's business and that lady's shop, and yeah, like that's the idea. And if everybody all of a sudden goes to collect, they don't have enough. They do not have enough. And even the FDIC only holds like a hundred billion dollars in assets. And if you got a two hundred billion dollar bank, right, yeah, you could see the. The thing is, is that SVB has assets, plenty of assets, but confidence among the depositors is what caused the crisis, and so it's going to take a minute to work out all the wrinkles, but that's it. It's, it's that simple. It's a bank run. It's not evidence of instability in the overall system. I'm Jennifer Koshinka with your Money Now. Goldman Sachs no longer sees a case for the Fed to deliver a rate hike at its meeting next week citing recent stress in the financial sector. Yesterday, U.S. regulators announced measures to stem contagion fears following the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. Regulators also closed Signature Bank, citing systemic risk. The Fed created a new bank term funding program to backstop institutions hit by market instability following the SVB failure. Meanwhile, the U.K. Treasury and the Bank of England today facilitated the sale of Silicon Valley Bank U.K. to HSBC, ensuring the security of $8.1 billion of deposits. Logistics operators slashed nearly 17,000 jobs last month as consumer spending shifts to services from goods and e-commerce growth stalls. Trucking, warehousing, and parcel delivery companies cut 16,900 jobs in February. The pullback came as the broader economy added 311,000 jobs. That's your money now. Choosing an early education program is one of the most important decisions a parent can make. Make the choice that is right for your child and your family. Tune in tomorrow at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel and join Ms. Keani Richardson, the director and owner of the Navarre Montessori Academy, as she answers questions.
That's tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Uh, What'd you do this time, Brad? I'm in the doghouse after my hunting trip last weekend. Yeah, I was too. I blew off our date. How'd you get out of the doghouse? Still Waters Day and Medical Spa. I got her a gift card. It took three minutes at SWMedSpa.com. She booked it this Saturday. Saturday? So nine holes then? Tea time's at eight. To enjoy a hassle-free guys weekend, treat her to a gift card from Still Waters Day and Medical Spa. Follow Still Waters on Facebook or Instagram to enter contests and win great prizes. Or visit SWMedSpa.com. Hey, Pensacola. News Radio 92.3 has it all. Pensacola Morning News. Pep Talk. Pensacola Right Now. Brian Kilmeade. Dave Ramsey. Local News. Fox News. WEAR News. Traffic on the Fives. Florida State Football. Election Coverage. Hurricane Coverage. Breaking News and Weather Coverage. News Radio 92.3, now heard on 95.3 and AM 1620. Informative, local, dependable. All right, Jenna, you just made yourself my best friend forever. The fact that uh, Jenna's sitting in for Candy this morning, the fact that Jenna would come in here and just throw down one of my favorite living color tracks, like, well done. <laughs> it's really well done. powerful to, you know, get to choose some of the music. I so I like to peruse my choices before choose I wisely. actually choose. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. 739 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We've heard David talking about this this morning, but... Uh, over the weekend, I, I actually I got a note from somebody on Saturday morning. I had just left the McGuire's run. I went there. I know this is embarrassing, but I'll just tell you the truth. That, uh, Ten years I've lived here, I'd never been to the McGuire's run. Amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I, I you know how you can know, but you don't know? It's like somebody showing you a picture of the sunset. Oh, that's great. And then you're out there looking at the sunset. <gasps> you know, that's that's the difference, right? You know, I knew. But then seeing it and like, standing on the street as the runners are passing you, you know? It's a whole different thing. And, you know, hearing the cannon go off. It's different. It's just different. It's so much fun. All right. So McGuire's is fantastic. 11,000 people running and maybe a few extras also drinking. Um, yeah, <laughs> it could be a little bit of a street party. Anyway, that was great fun. But I was coming home from that and I got home. I opened up my computer and the first thing is, Andrew, they're protesting the Cervantes border wall. Like, ugh. I was right there. <laughs> like, all I had to do was go west, young man. I could have driven right there and seen it. Um, not that many people, okay, as, like, you've heard David mention. It was about nine or ten people out there protesting. But um, they're right, okay? They're right. It's the Lift em Up Ministries. And what they were out there protesting is, you know, y'all built this wall that makes it hard for people to get to our church, their church, if you don't know the area, um, it's not right on Cervantes, but so at E Street, there's still a light. And I mean, there has been, okay, so you can cross at E. But then at F Street, which is, and, and if you don't know the area, forgive me for, you know, taking for granted, but like the Beacon store is on the northeast corner of E and Cervantes. And then on the southwest corner, across the street and down a half block or a block at F and Cervantes is the convenience store. And before the border wall, and Attic's Court is there to the west, okay. And this was one of the most walked, not pedestrian crosswalk sections of Cervantes. A very dangerous section. 
that people would always cross either from the, I guess it's the Save a Penny, whatever. They would cross from the convenience store kind of kitty corner toward the beacon, or they'd cross from Attic's Court, like right in that vicinity, okay? In fact, I sat there one time, watched, and took video, and it was amazing to watch how many people crossed right there. Well, you put up this border fence, you know, to prevent people from doing that for their own safety, and now the problem is that in putting up the border fence and closing off intersections like at F and several other intersections that got closed off, now guess what? You can't turn left into those streets, and you can't turn left out of those streets, which does make it safer. There's no doubt that makes it safer, but it also creates problems. Like if you're on F Street and this particular church ministry, home ministry, whatever, is on you know, F and Strong Street, and you're trying to tell people how to get there, what do you tell them? Uh, go east on Cervantes and then go left on E and go left again on Strong and go left again on F. I mean, that's what you have to do. Because you're not going to likely succeed at pulling a U-turn right there. I mean, and it might even be marked you can't. I don't I don't know. I, I, it's been a minute since I looked through there. So that business ministry, you know, I'm putting business in there on purpose because other businesses have been harmed this same way. The traffic is just not available to them. And if you're, you know, if you're a business that depends on the drive-past effect of Cervantes traffic, well, all of a sudden, like, let's say you're on the south side of the street. Well, your drive-past value is, you know, only people going east are going to stop at your place. Because people going west, they're not going to go through all that trouble, most likely, unless they're trying to get there, and then it's hard, right? So this is one of the byproducts of the border wall and uh, or border fence, excuse me, uh, robust border fence. And um, I you know, I've long criticized this project. I thought this was a terrible project. I was not convinced that it was really going to work. Um, I, you know, I, the safety data, I mean, we didn't have, well, the safety data, I'm going to wait and give it time and see how, robust the safety data turns out to be. But these people are exactly right. They were harmed. Now, I you know, I think there's a thing called Burt Harris takings, and Burt Harris has to do with, um, like, when you pass a law that winds up harming a business's operations, I think that's the way it works. It's I'm a little fuzzy on some of the exact details of Burt Harris stuff, but basically it's to prevent, uh, like, a government can eminent domain buy your property, but if they devalue the ability of your business to do transactions, that's the Burt Harris. Because it's a way that they might try to take your property through changing, for example, you know, ordinances or zoning around your property. And it was to prevent them from being able to do that. I don't think there's any that kind of claim you could make as a business. I think you just have to deal with it. There's probably an exemption in state law for traffic decisions that harm businesses because you couldn't realistically put governments on the hook for this. But it's annoying. And for the people who live in those areas, I mean, look at the lawsuit against Skanska from all the folks in Gulf Breeze, that same kind of thing. Now, that's not quite the same, but you get the point is traffic is a big part of business success and in this case, a ministry success. So I'm with you in spirit, not just because you're a religion, but I'm with you in spirit, but it's not going to do any good. 744 on News Radio 92.3. What else? Oh, uh, did the eyeball over the weekend. Great time doing that, of course. Wonderful. Uh, Julian Kim McQueen, the primary host and lots of other folks there. The Independence for the Blind, West Florida. Fantastic organization. On the way out there, one of the see, I don't go to the beach at night very often unless I'm going to an event. I just typically don't go that way. So I got to go past the sailfish sign again, which is is it like you forget how great it is to have it if you don't see it all the time. And I hadn't seen it since it kind of went up and I'd gone up there and filmed it when it was, you know at night and beautiful and i'm driving going you know east on 98 on da, da, da. oh yeah <laughs> like oh yeah it's so it just makes me so happy 
what I encountered before that was interesting is Three Mile Bridge. They've aligned the traffic to the left going towards Gulf Breeze onto what will be the left and centermost lanes of the three lanes eventually when it's three in each direction, right? It's been two, you know, it was two on both sides of the same span for the longest time, of course. And now it's it was it was just those same two going to Gulf Breeze and now they've striped the other one. So we're really close, I think, to opening it up to three lanes. I don't know what the F dot time frame is on that. I haven't asked him and even if I asked him, what would that tell me? You know, hey, when are you going to open it up? I've seen those estimates be off before. Um, so soon, I would say soon. It seems like we're going to be opening to three lanes. Now, they got to fix the stuff in Gulf Breeze, too, probably. But um, the, the drag strip will be open soon. I do not recommend you use it that way, but I know humans, and I know that's how people will take it when it is open. And they tell you 45, but your brain says 70. Uh, so, you know, we all know what's going to happen there. And uh, last quick thing. Actually, let me get a traffic note in here first because one other thing I wanted to share with you that I thought was interesting. Not new per se, but new to me, and so I wanted to highlight it for a second. Uh, Jenna's got traffic on the fives. Vehicle crash is causing a roadblock. This is at US 90 heading northbound at Davis Highway, Scenic Highway, right around that Tom Thumb intersection. So use caution in that area, or you can take Olive Road all the way down to uh, Scenic Highway if you're trying to bypass that area just a little bit if you need to head out to pace. If you have a traffic tip, call 850 2626 111. I'm Jenna Barr on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jenna. Oh, I got a text and a friend says, you know, you're throwing all those directions around the Cervantes like we know what you're talking about. East, west, northwest. Come on now. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So um, 100 yards past the Johnson place on the right. You know, the old fence post is broken in half. <laughs> Some people are visual directions, right? I, I, I get it. I know not everybody's north, south and all that. Anyway, uh, back to the point. I was driving, uh, going down to the beach at, at night and, uh, you know, a little while back, we put in um, uh, Public Works elevated the crosswalks a little bit, so they're kind of a little bit like speed bumps, but not quite. Um, and then you got the more robust ones down the way on Via de Luna. But the crosswalks also have lights on them now, which is a relative, it's not brand new, it's relatively new. Um, I was going through the toll booth, going to speed limit, and all of a sudden, the whole road lit up in yellow, <laughs> like the yellow flashing lights when there are pedestrians. You know, there's no person alive that can say, oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, in fact, it, let me, I didn't count them. I have a video up on uh, my Facebook page. Let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I mean, it's 30 lights, must be, flashing. And it was a family that was crossing. And, of course, I stopped because that's what you do. Um, you have to, by law. But um, I thought, wow, those are really effective. I mean, it's a bit of an overdone, but... Hey, if it saves pedestrians yeah. at night on a road where people might not be thinking to themselves, hey, this is where pedestrians mm-hmm. are going to be crossing, very, very effective. So I will take it for that. 748 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. You know, if you've got a business and you've got employees, you want to do your best for them and give them the best options when it comes to insurance and health and dental and vision and life and disability. And you want to take care of them with HR, you want to take care of them with payroll, all of that. And well, you may not have the best systems. You may not have the best plans. You, I mean, you might. That's possible you might. Uh, but find out. Call Torgerson Causey. They're a locally owned employee benefits agency for more than 20 years helping businesses like yours. And have them come look. And, you know, they might look at what you're doing and say, perfect. Just keep doing it. They might say, hey, that's really good. We can do it a little bit better for you. Or here's a better way to do it. Or here's a way that gives your employees options. I know because we started using them about five years ago here at News Radio and Cat Country, and they've been great. 
I mean, just fantastic. I know them personally now, and uh, you know they've given us options. They're always available for calls, and if you've got a question, they've always got an answer. And if they don't have it, they'll get right back to you with it. Very detail-oriented. So if you'd like a little bit of help in your business with this stuff or give your employees better options or find out if you can give your employees better options, Torgerson Causey, 433-9996, or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. Join the Escambia County Department of Purchasing this Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel as they discuss their upcoming new task order program. They will be discussing how this process will allow for streamlined competitive bidding among qualified vendors. If you or someone you know wants to do business with Escambia County, then tune in this Wednesday morning at 9 and learn more about the task order program. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Hey, y'all, this is your girl, Cheryl Underwood, and I want to tell you something. My digestive system used to make me feel sluggish, but those days are over. Now I feel great. That's because I increased my fiber intake with the Metamucil 2-Week Challenge, and I'm still hooked. I just took Metamucil every day for 14 days, and it's really that easy. Metamucil traps and removes the waste that weighs you down, so you feel lighter and more energetic. Now I never want to go back to that heavy feeling. Are you ready for the Metamucil 2-Week Challenge? For a coupon and daily support, sign up at Metamucil.com today. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. Listen to local talk, national talk, local news, and national news on News Radio Pensacola online, newsradio923.com, or by downloading the News Radio Pensacola mobile app. Is that clear, Mr. Bender? Crystal. Round, round, get around, I get around, yeah, get around, round, round, I get around, I get around. Good morning, 751 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Good to have you with us this morning. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News, and uh, all of that rain has moved off to the east, so it's well out of our uh, listening area this morning, although it's a bit rough last night and today. Holy smokes, man. I, uh, I had not been anticipating that exactly, and you know, when it wakes me up in the middle of the night and you have to unplug the laptop just in case... You know, just in case, wouldn't want to wake, wouldn't want to wake up and show up at the station with a fried laptop trying to do a four-hour talk show. That would be hard. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David, and good morning, Andrew. Uh, as many as 15 million people could be affected by flooding in California. Another big round of storms there. Forecasters say an atmospheric river is bringing heavy rains to uh, central and northern California, and this comes as a lot of residents there still struggling, still struggling with impassable roads, overflowing rivers, and a levee breach. Uh, today marks three years since Brianna Taylor's death in Louisville, Kentucky. There were events all across the city last weekend in, uh, in her honor, including a memorial walk. And this comes just a week after the Department of Justice released a report that said Louisville PD had violated people's rights on multiple occasions. And uh, growing chaos in the banking industry uh, right now. It started Friday with the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. That's the biggest banking failure since the 2008 financial crisis. And then uh, that was followed up Sunday by uh, federal regulators announcing New York-based Signature Bank will be closing. President Biden expected to address that later this morning. 
All right. Thanks so much, David. 753. You know, um, there's been this ongoing fight, uh, this ongoing fight over the wastewater treatment plant in Milton. And you have a, a fairly small group of people who have made a huge ruckus over the location of this, some of whom live right close to there uh, in Cooper's Basin, which is sort of a portion of the waterways that are going to be pretty close to where that treatment plant is. It doesn't have anything to do with Cooper's Basin. It doesn't have anything to do with the Blackwater, but that's the way they've been selling it, like it's going to pollute the Blackwater, which it won't. Um, but that's been kind of their their way of presenting the issue. Well, they had tried to get FDEP to, like, pause this, stop this. They had filed a, a petition with FDEP uh, earlier last month where and I was just just looking at the order now that came out last Thursday on this, uh, DEP received quote requests for written notice and a clear point of entry to file a petition seeking a formal administrative proceeding from the petitioners. Uh, Save the Blackwater River Incorporated, this is a Facebook group too. Um, petitioners request a quote clear point of entry end quote related to pending applications for renewal and modification of existing permit issued to the city of Milton and. You know, they requested a hearing to challenge previously issued permits. Uh, we're going to be on our, our third one, I think, at this point. So it's interesting when when you go down through the response from DEP, they say, as to the, quote, request for written notice and a clear point of entry to file a petition, end quote, there is no specific remedy of that name in Chapter 120 Florida Statutes or Chapter 28106 and 62.110 of the Florida Administrative Code. Um, that that's, that's, that's a way of saying that we don't know what in the world you're talking about. <laughs> You've, you've filed you filed a claim using language that doesn't make any sense to any of us, so we don't really know what you're asking because there's no such thing as this thing that you're saying. And then there's a and it's it's all very sort of bureaucratic speak. Um, but when you go down a little bit farther uh, into the uh, the order, it basically talks about how long you've got after uh, a permit is issued to a, to um, you know to file a petition. It says that it also appears petitions are untimely as a petition for administrative hearing on this permit uh, would require that persons whose substantial interests are affected by the agency's decision must file a petition for administrative hearing in Department Office of General Counsel within 14 days of publication of notice or receipt of this notice, whichever occurs first. Well, the problem is that the first one was given in 2015. So 14 days after 2015 is... 2015, uh, and the other one is 2021, and so the 14 days to 2021 would be 2021. So they say it's untimely. Uh, so basically, untimely, no basis in law, no grounds denied. So will the opponents of the Milton Wastewater Treatment Plant recognize that it's all over and work to make the best of the situation that they don't want, or will they continue to throw a huge stink over this thing? You know, human nature is what it is. We'll see. Um, but I would unfortunately hope for A, expect B. 7.55 on News Radio 92.3. Uh, we've got traffic on the fives. Candy's out today. Jenna's sitting in for her. Still seeing some pretty heavy delays due to the accident on U.S. 90 and Scenic Highway right around that Tom Thumb and U.S. 90 interchange. Uh, it looks like it's backed up. It was backed up to about Davis Highway where it turns into US 90. But right now it looks like the heaviest delays begin right around a little madness brewing company. But if you have an update, call 850-2626-111. I'm Jenna Barr on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jenna. So um Berlin. <laughs> Berlin has made news, in case you're not familiar uh, with this story, but Berlin has now decided that um 
it's going to be okay to go topless for men and women at all the public pools in Berlin. In case you were considering a vacation there or perhaps now also elsewhere, um, a woman was thrown out of an open-air pool after sunbathing topless, and she took legal action because it's discrimination. That's the, the claim. Another woman was told to cover up while she was at an indoor pool back in December, and the authorities in Berlin decided, yep, man, woman, all the same, got to treat them equal. It's not fair to make... Women cover their tops when men don't have to. So in the interest of equality, you can now be a part of the freak opera culture. That's free body culture. Freak being the first <laughs> being the first part of that. So, yeah, you know, there you go. Um, now everybody gets to be topless, men and women alike. Um, so thoughts. I have some thoughts about this. Um, it's it's interesting because you could get to this end result two different ways, right? Philosophically, you could get there two different ways. Way number one would be we're just going to embrace sexual anarchy. <laughs> you know, we're just going to embrace, like, we like sex. Sex is good. Nudity is good. Everybody can be naked and entice each other and whatever. That's, a, that's one way you might get there because, you know, you think that sexual liberation is a good thing. The 70s were fantastic and everybody's happier if we can... Do whatever you want to do. Okay, that's one way you might get that. That's not this way. This is a different kind of sexual anarchy. This is the anarchy of thinking that men and women are the same. That they are completely interchangeable and that there's no difference between, say, men's tops and women's tops, right? Because you think the genders are interchangeable. This view actually kind of denies the difference in the sexes and denies sexuality if you think about it because sexuality is predicated on the sexes being different i don't mean to like give you you know seventh grade biology or nothing but men are attracted to women women are attracted to men oh i know there's some difference of opinion about this these days but you get that that's the premise that's why you have single gender bathrooms that's why you right because men and women you know being around other people of the same gender is one thing typically not a big deal being around people of a different gender that's a different thing when you're naked so the whole problem here is that this leads to all the other craziness. This notion of denying essentially sexuality, that there is no distinction between the genders and that that's not at the heart of everything we do as humans, those male-female relationships and attractions. So I guess if you're into it, go to Berlin. If not, please avoid. avoid.